Hi, this is Coach Colette, host of the Start Within podcast, and welcome back to another episode of Financial Fridays. Did you know that each year marine plants produce more than a half of our atmosphere's oxygen? Or that a mature tree can clean out our air by absorbing 22 kilos of carbon dioxide and releasing oxygen in exchange? These are facts that I learned today from the UN in recognition of World Environment Day. Since 1974, this day has been celebrated every year on the 5th of June to help re-engage us in the importance of protecting our environment. This year's theme is biodiversity. And if you are aware of recent events, you perhaps recall the bushfires in Brazil, in Australia. You may even know about the locust infestations in East Africa. And of course, our global pandemic of the coronavirus. So you're probably starting to recognize how interdependent we all are. Biodiversity is the foundation that really supports all of us on land and below the water. It affects every aspect of our health, including providing clean air and nutritious foods, helps us to better understand medicine and natural disease resistance, and how to mitigate climate change. This really is important, and yet our own human actions can have a negative impact. This includes deforestation, encroaching on wildlife habitats, intensifying our agriculture production, all can lead to the acceleration of climate change. The UN suggests that it would take 1.6 Earths, like planets, to meet the demands that we as humans make of nature each and every year. If we continue on this path, loss of biodiversity will have severe impacts on humanity, including the potential collapse of our food and health systems. COVID-19 should really, really reinforce the fact that when we destroy biodiversity, we destroy the system that supports all of human life. It's estimated that about 75% of all emerging infectious diseases in humans are zoonotic, which means they are transmitted to people by animals, and that is a result of the impact to biodiversity. Did you know that in the last 150 years, the live coral reef cover has been cut in half? And that within the next 10 years, one out of every four known species 
may have been wiped off the planet. So what can you do? You may recall, if you've listened to our podcast, the conversation that I had with DJ Amir Jandali, founder of Braceletote. We talked all about how we can reduce our use of plastics. So that's one thing. We can also look at our consumption of water as well as our consumption of processed foods. The processed food consumption is something that I am very aware of, particularly during this lockdown, because I was ordering so much more processed foods. So my trash can has been filled with all of the wrappers. So it's definitely something that I am looking forward to, to get back into going to the farmer's market and buying fresh produce and supporting our New York State and Tri-State area farmers. So think for yourself, what can you be doing today, this weekend, to help support and protect our environment and our biodiversity? So that's all for me for today. Get ready and listen up to today's tip from Suki Singh. Hello, everyone. This is Suki Singh, a.k.a. Invest Singh of the Invest Singh podcast with your weekly financial Friday tip. Now, since we've been in quarantine, now is a great time to fix up your house or apartment with some do-it-yourself projects. You can go to Lowe's and Home Depot now and pick up some valuable tools and items to help fix up your apartment or house. And it, usually they have things at a great discount right now, especially with everything that's happening, so you can get some great deals. With that said, that is your weekly Financial Friday tip, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Hi, it's Coach Colette again, back for another episode of Unplugged. And although this is the first Friday in June, it feels like it's been another one of those times where we've had a whole month in one week. These recent events with the murders of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor have been impacting all of us on different levels. You know, in these unplugged segments, I aim to be real and transparent about some of my experiences in all of this. And so this past week, I really have been thinking about why these recent events have been really impacting me. And it even sounds silly to say it out loud. I was on a group healing session earlier this week, and, you know, the statistic was shared that there have been 1,252 black people that have been killed since 2015. And so on that session, we had a moment of silence for 1.252 minutes. And that was just shocking to hear it in black and white. I started to think about this and wanted to do some research. 
One of the speakers on that session, Dr. Vanessa Bing, mentioned a term called racial battle fatigue. And then it was almost like a light bulb went off and it was like, ding, 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 ding. This is it. And so I decided to do some research about it. And this term was coined back in 2003 by Professor William Smith, who is a professor or was a professor in ethnic studies at the University of Utah. The original phrase was being used to describe the social and psychological stressors or stress responses from being an African-American male on a historically white campus. When I started to read about it, it really resonated with me because he talks about the fact that being on the receiving end of racial slights can lead to spending a large amount of time and energy in your mind just trying to figure out was this, you know, a racist intention and do I need to respond? And so Smith stated that as a result, many of the African-American males on campus would perceive the environment as being extremely stressful and exhausting, and it would really diminish their sense of control and lead to feelings of loss and strain and frustration and injustice because of all of the chronic racial microaggressions and macroaggressions. That's what I realize is what I've been feeling this week. Smith was documenting that the emotional and physiological symptoms that come from subtle and overt forms of either verbal or nonverbal microaggressions can lead to more traumatic psychological and physiological stress symptoms. And these can include depression, chronic anxiety, anger, frustration, shock, disturbed sleep, disappointment, resentment, emotional and social withdrawal, intrusive thoughts or images, helplessness, and fear. I don't know about you, but I've probably cycled through many, if not all, of those symptoms. And then when we come to the physical manifestation, it can show up as high blood pressure, headaches, increased breathing or heart rates, upset stomach or ulcers, fatigue, exhaustion, and muscle tension around your neck, shoulders, or head. I will tell you that last Saturday, I had a migraine episode for the first time in I don't know how many years. I was trying to think about like, oh, you know, granted the day before I had had six Zoom calls, but I still think that I've had six Zoom calls before and didn't get a migraine. So again, for those of us who are experiencing these symptoms, know that you're not alone. Know that there are real causes for your symptoms. So I would say find ways to 
do self-care and self-soothe and get into your body and get into your breathing. Pull out all the stops when it comes to your self-care techniques and modalities and healing. Reach out to trusted people in your network. Really just take care of yourself. It's really the time that Audre Lorde's phrase about self-care really, really is important right now. And I want to send a message to any allies or accomplices that might be listening to this episode or this podcast. This is a time to check in with the black and brown people in your world and in your network. I would also say, though, it's time for you to do your inner work, because when you check in with someone, you want to be able to have your ears open and your heart open so that you can listen and hold space and not necessarily bring your guilt or your shame to the conversation, right? It's a time for listening. It's a time for witnessing. It's a time for holding space. And so I think it behooves all of us to do our own inner work before we aim to have conversations, particularly across those lines. So that's all for me for now. I hope that this resonates in some way. I hope that something that I've shared has given you a moment of support or comfort or even an aha moment because it's something perhaps that you are not as familiar with. Be well, take care of yourself, start within, and we'll be in touch with you again soon. So what is your takeaway from this week's Financial Friday segment? What might you do differently around your money and your mindset? For more financial advice, you can check out Suki's podcast, Invest Sing, where I also share tips on his Wellness Wednesdays segment. If you enjoyed this episode and haven't already subscribed, you can do so on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. You can also connect with me on Instagram at coach underscore Colette for more inspiration on personal growth and wellness. Tune in next Friday for another episode and get ready to start within to finish strong.